Welcome back, everyone. Helen has just given me a lovely snippet, snippet there for yeah, our topic today. Yeah, so um, if you soak 10 walnuts, it gives you a therapeutic phytoestrogen effect. And phytoestrogens are important in our time of... The menopause. Yeah. Soak them in what? Water. And then eat them. Yeah. Soak them in wine. It's so- <laughs> <laughs> Not your vagina. But they would be <laughs> disgusting. You wanted to soak yourself in your bath of estrogen. I did. Why do they have to be soaked? To activate the ah, estrogenic okay. effect of the, the phytoestrogen. Right. I thought maybe just when you got older, you know, you couldn't chew them. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Just saying. And she's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're all friends here. Menopause, perimenopause. You don't takes us into the big hot topic, and we don't have. We can't say like you don't have to worry about this, Margaret, because and like, first of all, don't be worrying about it, and second of all, you should be thinking of it. Actually, also, it's hilarious because I say here like I'm seventeen, yeah. <laughs> just because I'm fractionally younger than yeah. both of you, and I am probably more than likely, most definitely, perimenopausal at the moment. Yeah. So, so I don't, yeah. but I just like to annoy is you know be like i'm so young and youthful ha <laughs> so our me- <laughs> we're going to change all of that if our menopause i realized i've forgotten something completely relevant no i'll tell you later Can't tell you okay anyway <laughs> interesting everyone will have to wait to find out what it is helena has to tell us <laughs> uh, so like we're we're going to be talking about menopause but menopause isn't just for the older no because you can have surgically induced menopause you can have yes. early menopause yeah. as well i have women I mm-hmm. in their 30s yeah. yeah me too who are premature premature, premature um ovarian insufficiency mm. that's what they like to call it poi um who are going through the throes bit mm. sorry i probably should put shouldn't say it like that through the throes bit well it is i mean but it's hardcore yeah. because like it's not talked about i know Catherine o'keefe does a yeah. little bit of Very work cool. around that and there's there's um there is fantastic support as well and mm. um, what's Catherine's book called it's it all, all about menopause isn't it all Catherine you need O'Keefe. to know about yeah. menopause yeah she's O'Keefe. fantastic she's and fantastic. she's irish and yeah she's uh, amazing this yeah. book is amazing she's a total expert she knows her stuff and she's very straight up um but in a really kind compassionate way yeah. as well um i and i think and she's, she's big into combining yeah the treatments so yes. it's not just western medicine it's not just what we do yeah yeah elementary yeah. medicine yeah so how about we begin with a little bit of information about the menopause perimenopause what it is and why is it called menopause because it's yeah. nothing to do with it unless you want to pause from them yeah could Maybe be that as it. well because there is a retreating back from sometimes the men at this time as well mm-hmm. you know um why the the men bits in it yes yeah, well, i must look that up so it's menopause is technically that one day it's like your anniversary yeah. and it can be one or two years where you haven't had a menstrual cycle um some people say one some people will say two will i, I tell you why it's called menopause yeah go on um 
An awareness of menopause can be traced all the way back to the ancient Greeks. I'm like blind by again here. Oh, you love it. I'm just asking my AI. In fact, the roots of the word can be found in Greek as well. Men, meaning mun, which is related to the word moon, and pawning, meaning to cease or stop. In okay. other words, when a woman's monthly lunar cycle ends. Great. So we can't blame them. It yeah. ain't nothing about the men. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, it's definitely all about the women. And then your perimenopause, like you can start, let's say, uh, uh, an uh, the average woman. I don't like saying normal because yeah, yeah what's not normal? Thing, what's normal? The average woman. Though. Yeah, yeah. The average woman, <laughs> and you can correct me on this because it can be anything from age forty-two. I I know I was forty-six. When I started perimenopause, I think thirty-eight. I read last um, night. Yeah, and it and it is um, it can last anything from two to, to 10, twelve. To, yeah, yeah, years. And no mm. woman is the same. Mm-hmm. And they that's the reason why it's so hard to uh, diagnose. Diagnose well, is it to diagnose it? Because we're all well, because it's such a big thing now, isn't it? It and does. it needing a diagnosis. It doesn't need a diagnosis. It's just, it? It's, but it doesn't need a diagnosis because it's a natural progression of where women go in life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not a disease. It's no. not a disease. No. no, it's just our, as us aging. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Aging. And it's just throwing us these lovely symptoms now and again. So the symptoms you can have, there's, there's the niece list, the NIC, there's like 120 mm. Yeah, because I looked through that list and I have a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we all could have. Yeah. Um, I I remember going and getting the heart monitor set up, like palpitations, yeah. all of that. And they just called me and said, no, we can't find anything. So go. tell us a little bit, Brenda, about your kind of... Well, it's, it kind of did start with that. With palpitations? Yeah, with the palpitations. And so then... did you still have a cycle? Yeah. So you still had your period every month, didn't notice a massive big change? It started getting shorter. Okay. So it started to, uh, moving down to like maybe 21 days. And then it was like maybe three days long and then two days. So it kind of eased off. Yeah. It's not the same for all women. Some women will experience um the flooding phenomena, yeah. which is like just this gushing of blood out of you at any time. Yeah. Um, you know, which is uh, which some women will get and some women will I never had it. Mm-hmm. Um and then because I was then going through IVF as well, it kind of got put to the back burner mm-hmm. a little bit. And positive about yeah, yeah. I feel amazing yeah. on the estrogen. Yeah, yeah, and the progesterone. Yeah, because it's balancing. Yeah, mm. so I felt very youthful mm-hmm. and maidenish. Um. So and then when that when that stopped, then um, it was from hot flushes. But I've had everything from Achilles ligament issues on both sides mm-hmm. to tinnitus, um, hair loss which did come back mm-hmm. um palpitations palpitations sore joints lack of sex drive lack of the vaginal dryness let me just say is a thing and it's not really talked about mm-hmm. at all sounds painful the unexplained anxiety so for ages i was going around with a little knot in my stomach i was rubbing 
Peppermintoy, I was drinking peppermint tea. I thought it was digestive. Mm-hmm. And then out with friends of ours, um, girlfriends, and um, Sharon said, you know, that could be unexplained anxiety. You may be in perimenopause. And I was like, what now? What now? <laughs> What's that? And that was, I think for me, that was the beginning of it. Um, so the loss yeah. of confidence, yes. mood swings, insomnia. Yeah. Like there's hot, the sweats, the night sweats. sweats. Yeah, there's extra hair growth. Yeah. Especially facial hair growth. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, and every time. Uh, yeah, every woman is completely different. Yeah, and it is, it's full on. But you know, I feel what saved me a lot of it was um just again educating myself on it. So did you go to the GP first? No. You just started. I knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So um but for somebody else that might not be as in tune, you know, would would you recommend Helena going to the GP? No. Yeah. Like not for a diagnosis, but if they maybe perhaps were worried and like, like lots of people do lot of, need an inverted commas yes. diagnosis. They need they to do. be told and, and reassured. The thing about women going into perimenopause and menopause and menopause is that our heart health can yeah. be um, detrimental. Yeah, that's my word. Yeah, yeah, can so, deteriorate. Good to deteriorate. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um that's a fun thing as well brain fog brain as well fog. loss brain. of concentration yeah all of that mm. now um <laughs> but you know it, it's important to monitor the heart health mm. obviously depression is a big thing too it's a really big uh, thing. a lot of women will most women who take their own lives and you'll notice we don't say commit suicide because it's not a crime um most women who will take their own lives it's usually that time between the ages of 51 and 55 because of depression yeah yeah because of depression but it's the it's the lack of confidence that it's like i i feel i took a treatment had a baby smack into perimenopause mm. and i'm questioning myself about everything mm. that and the aches and pains mm. as i said to you mm. the week i said just give me a bath of estrogen mm. never violent so your inner critic comes to the fore in all of this at this time as well. Yeah. But it's it's to do, that's all to do with you kind of coming to a realisation. Um, I'm stepping away now from, like, say, the medical, mm-hmm. physical ends of it, um, metaphysically and psychology, psychology-wise. What is the word? I don't know. To do with psychology. But that psychology. end of thing, thank you. Um, to do with that... <laughs> is um you're this is the time when we are stepping away like you're going through such a huge change in your body it's a time when we're supposed to step away but we can't because we have careers we have family we may have younger children we may have older parents that we're looking after Mm -hmm. because we're living longer as well exactly you know we're still you're still very youthful Brenda we're still youthful we're still I still think we're well, maybe not young women, but we're embracing this. Yeah. These middle years. Yes. <laughs> and if we've grown up in the society that for has ever told us that you need to be young, mm-hmm. youth is everything, then you're you're moving into this time when you start seeing the wrinkles and you start seeing your body change. Like that's gonna mess with your head. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you last week I went for a skin and all, and all, yes. and I was really upset after it. Did I tell you that? But I yeah. You said you're a bit 
yeah and then oh, I man. oh I, I went to teach Pilates that evening at six and somebody said to me oh you you must have got a bite in your face because I had had a bit of a there was a bit of a breakout and I said no 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 and then I started oh I had this thing today and um then I said I got really upset afterwards and I went home and I was just anyway really upset and different things and um then the penny dropped and I said, I think like I'm doing my own therapy in my Pilates class while everyone's sitting watching me. I'm like, I think I realize now why I'm so upset because it was the first time I actually realized that I'm aging because the language used by the mm-hmm. therapist was aging, mm-hmm. age spots, fine ones, wrinkles, reversing, yeah. stopping, can't go back. And as I said it, I'm like, oh, that's why I was so upset. Every yeah. woman in the class, because they were, they were, you know, that age category, every single one of them told me they could remember they they were all nodding when I eventually focused on them they even though I was saying I, I kept saying I'm mental I know they could all remember the exact time that they remembered that that happened to them whether mm-hmm. it was their 40th their 50th some of them it happened twice yeah where like they hit a roadblock where they were so upset about aging that they realized and felt really old yeah it's crazy and I never thought about it it's because society tells you that's that's and that's dictated to us by a multi multi-billion dollar industry mm-hmm. multi-billion dollar industry all around and what our faces like yeah we live in a youth obsessed culture mm. and the emphasis really is is more on the loss of fertility rather than on the transition yeah and gain of wisdom and freedom which menopause is it, it is oh, it's an that. amazing time yeah. isn't it like there's cultures where women are valued where old women are valued especially yeah. in menopause is it a positive experience yeah and you yeah. know we're just like oh we have to be youthful mm. we have to look as if we're 30 and yeah I, but like Beyonce <laughs> like yeah we're talking Beyonce and her legs her thighs you know why? Well, I I'm in awe of Beyonce's thighs. I think she's, she's got, got nothing wonderful to do. Thighs. I think she's Remember. gorgeous. Well, it's yeah, dark. and I had massive thighs. And then my friend said to me, "Where's two pairs of fishnets? Two pairs of fishnets? Like daily? Yeah. Imagine how sweaty your gusset is. Yeah, constant thrush. Yeah. But she wears. <laughs> why does she wear them all the time? Like, what about if she's wearing just regular dress? Well, she probably doesn't. But when she's out, off her best, so that they don't move. Whatever her songs are, I can't think of a Beyonce. Song. All single ladies. All single ladies. So she's doing that in the dance, and she's got this these amazing tights on. Keep her thighs all trackless. I'm gonna try that. Mm. Anyway, completely. But that's again society. I must think I'm a. But Beyonce's not young. She's not old either. I wonder what she's gonna to have to say about menopause. Um, so <laughs> sidetracked. Oh yeah, we totally sidetracked there. Back to the menopause symptoms. I find in my daily practice that most women that come in because muscular muscular aches and pains mm. and joint pain can be um a, a sign and symptom. Mm-hmm. And I will ask all women of menstruation age about their cycle. So I'll ask that question. And then they'll kind of be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all over. And then they start telling me all the other symptoms, but they haven't made the link. And I don't know if it's just me, not all of my women, but a high percentage of them. I'm hit with a block straight away, mm-hmm. straight away. Mm-hmm. Can't be that. Mm-hmm. Sort the problem I've come yeah. in here for. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. It's not um, that. And grand. And patient that we share that that was exactly the case. 
and 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 you kind of go but i i can just keep treating this hamstring injury or this shoulder joint or this hip joint mm. but i'm not going to solve the problem mm. because there's a, you know there's a couple of uh stakeholders in this problem yeah um yeah. I, and again maybe it's that whole the woman doesn't want to recognize that she's getting older because yeah. it's seen as a real negative thing yeah it's really seen as negative yeah mm. but then be. then when you do say go you you kind of feed them and you inform them and then you get them to the stage where they're like okay maybe what do I do about it then mm. and you say go to your GP to get some bloods done mm. and then they come back and say oh I've seen my doctor and they said I'm fine the thing though in this perimenopause phase your bloods can be fine yeah okay they can be fine because you need to take them quite often really because they do the because the, the perimenopause phase you will fluctuate from having high estrogen low estrogen um low progesterone like it'll it'll go all over the place and mm. that's what is giving us all these symptoms but most of the time your bloods are fine and i've seen yeah. that with a lot of my patients now that their bloods are fine mm. but they're just having do you find the menopause situation. clinics are better they are yeah definitely. they take I a full picture yeah. yeah do you think they're good um but they can be then expensive they are expensive sadly and there's a long waiting list mm-hmm. but they're they from my clinic knowledge i would say they're better than yeah. a regular gp yeah and then well, there's more info they're, yeah well, they're, specialized. Well, they're specialized yeah I mean, the amount of women I've had come back to me and that say, oh, my doctor won't give it to me. Mm. I'm like, why? And then they'll say, and I'll be like, no, no, no. You need to go back. Mm -hmm. Like a lot has changed in the last 20 years with regards to all of that. HRT has changed massively. So it's not linked to the... Yes. And look, you are... if if, There's always the link that people think, oh, you'll get breast cancer, Mm -hmm. but like you're already predisposed what's the word dispose dispose yeah like and it might just accelerate it a bit more yeah and isn't there the info the new research shows that actually not going on hrt to balance the hormones is then during the perimenopause it's detrimental then yeah to your it increases your risk of cervical cancer heart disease disease, osteoporosis osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. so the hrt again is given a bad name but it can actually be really really helpful for some women yeah for some women women. but not everyone everyone. i chose not to do it Mm -hmm. but i'm afforded the fact that i can use myself as an experiment half the time Mm -hmm. and that you know i don't have people dependent on me either so i can i'm afforded Uh, time to explore this a little bit more uh, yeah, do it you know as well uh, with her and stuff yeah it's the same yeah there isn't like oh you're in menopause now you have all you, you're in perimenopause now you've got all of this they're affecting you in that way like some people will really benefit from taking medication but you might not yeah. have. and then there's some women that will just flow through it yeah sail through it. and then some women again just throw a spanner in the works i feel they are a bit like you know they're it's nearly applauded. Oh, I didn't need HRT. Yeah. I just got on with it. Yeah. Like you're a mark. You're the same way, you know, don't don't take an epidural. Yeah. I just birthed that baby out myself. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, like that. This, these are here to help us. So if you do, like, so it's n- not necessarily, oh, I was able to manage. I was able to manage and I got through it. Mm-hmm. There also is not saying, Brenda, you're going to die. Well, you will, everyone will. But there is still the evidence that HRT can be healthy, can has health benefits. Yeah. 
you know so yeah. always look at your yeah, options definitely. and always make an informed choice there you exactly. go that's it and not to feel pressure either yeah. to do whatever it is whichever <laughs> one girl in the other day all my friends are on HFT so I think I need to go on as well I'm like well not if it's not right for you. yeah and can I just say it's not going to HRT is not going to suddenly no. it's not the miracle no you need sometimes it needs it's tweaking as well oh, yeah. and yeah. then there's the other things because let's not forget we're moving no uh, but and then going back to the Asian thing you're going back you're going into this second part of your life as well so you start looking back on what's been happening where you've been what you've done and you start bless you to, ed- to edit a little bit because your confidence mm. comes back you start going right well you know what mm. he's a pain in the hole I'm not going to stay with him oh More women will yeah. leave their husbands around this time as well see you later and change <laughs> careers and mm-hmm. um, there's big life changes that happen now it might not it's always be oh it's talk to you because you're stepping into yourself yeah you're 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 getting into that and maybe there's a little bit of fear well like okay well maybe i have a certain amount of time left i need to make mm. what is here now worth it and you you just edit a good bit of stuff and you start doing what you want to do mm-hmm. and again that thing i know anyone listening as well like for me i i'm three years since i've had my period mm-hmm. i had one of my friends over the weekend ask me well how do you feel now about all of this and i feel like i'm out the other side i'm walking through a little bit through the 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 we the reeds a little bit but i'm definitely out the other side and um i don't know it just feels good it good. feels good i feel really yes. really lucky this, it's not, I mean, is anything ever going to be 100% perfect? Never. Mm-hmm. We're all here. We're all learning. We're all on a journey, all of that. Um, but definitely out the other side and yeah, Do you feel, excited. Uh, I know that you mentioned, not to be negative, Nancy here, I, from previous talks, you mm. mentioned, um, which might just be something somebody's listening, um, like you find the menopause a little bit like a grieving process yeah. as well. Oh, huge. Yeah, well, apart from the 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 fact of like having done the IVF and um, you know, the fertility stuff as well, it was like it is it is it's an end of a part of your life, mm-hmm. and you are stepping into a different time. They used to call it the crone time or the hag time, which is awful. I don't it's not it's awful, but it has awful connotations. But I think it's later. And because women are living longer now, they call this going back to Beyonce, the queen. It's the time of the queen because mm-hmm. you're like, I'm the ruler yeah. of everything now. I'm the ruler of my life. Um, Yeah. You know, we're only the uh, sec- there's only I don't know if it's whales, mammal that live past um, reproductive age. Yes. Yeah, scientists say it's because we need to pass on our uh, wisdom and information yeah. for the next generation of women yeah that's for survival so important Mm. and and going back again talking to my friend over the weekend about she is finding that she has become a little bit invisible and this can Mm. happen because you're not attractive anymore to men in their eyes now you get to say you don't care but that's all going back to that fertility thing again and your worth as a woman is that you were there to create yeah i know my husband he said to me when i was upset last week um 
And again, I was in my luteal phase. And he's, he was like, why are you so upset? Like, why do you care? I, I love you and I don't care what you look like. And I was like, and you think I care? What you think? I, I care what I like. Over it. Yeah. But I think he thought maybe I wanted to run off with like other men or yeah. look nicer for them. I was like, you're doing it for you. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, believe you, I ain't getting another one of you in here, yeah. mister. Yeah. It's such, it's such, it's such an interesting and such I a joke, I joke. time as well. And when I'm saying that, I don't want to take away from women whose experience of this is shit. And mine mm. was at one yeah. stage, it was really, really, really hard. Um, but like, you know, get support that would talk to people, talk to someone as well. That's huge. Talk to someone and get support. And if you have vaginal dryness, mm-hmm. there is stuff. Veggie gym. Veggie Is it? Is the... Vaggy uh, Femme yeah. or hate the name Vaggy Rooks. You can get those from your the, the prescription. Phytosoyas stuff. Phytosoyas. Um, the Yes, Yes, Yes yeah, lubricants. Yeah. And they do a gel as well that you can use um, like every second day or something. It's expensive, but you can get well, you creams. Could, you could steam your vagina. The only steaming. Yeah. We're going to do, we'll have to do a podcast on that where we do. No, a I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> steam our vaginas together but that's very no thank you especially in some cultures yeah steaming and african cultures yeah look after you and you know can i just say one thing that's important um strength yes yes totally because you lose muscle mass rapidly and you want to be strong strong lift some weights get to the gym yeah the young ladies need to get out of the gym and leave some space for the next generation, the older, it helps older. process excess mm, hormones yeah. as well. It's yeah. so good for your strength. Instagram training. tells you it's for the kids. It's not so important. Full power. It's more important. So I, I, I know we're going to come back to this topic yeah. again because it's again, it's huge. Like there's so much to talk about. I do oh, feel that the big thing is recognizing that you are perimenopausal yeah. or menopausal because if you if the woman doesn't acknowledge that she's in a world of just it's horrific yeah you're because you're pushing against something that's happening and you're going around the world trying to figure out all of these symptoms and you've been bandied around and thrown from pillar to jack and it is horrible yeah so educate yourself ask questions and then after that then you can start your journey that's what i resource a resource for Mm. that and then if anyone has any questions email them in because like this will give us we talk we'll talk yeah. about it as and what well. was that list nancy list no i know a resource <laughs> no the list the checklist oh, the niece n-i-c-e yeah even if you even if you type that in the <laughs> not the nancy list the n-i-c-e list brain fog. um for okay. for menopause and there's yeah. loads of new things going on in uh work businesses where they're recognizing that women are so um you know needed yes. and so important in the workforce but yet when they go into perimenopause they can have this real brain fog yeah, yeah. Catherine O'Keefe actually talked oh okay. she spearheaded a lot of that awareness in um workplace yeah because it's menopause it's, it's, well workplace. it's good though because there's the period breaks people are now having fertility breaks so they should definitely have menopausal mm, yeah. breaks yeah 
for sure yeah because um, the brain fog's real yeah it is it's it's not nice it's not nice but it can be helped oh god totally yeah, I, I honestly yeah. I didn't really have brain Dark fog room, no child <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't really have brain fog but I think that was because you were in I was already fog. fogged Talk, already yeah I've been fog. fogged on me like we haven't even talked fog. about the moon Brenda oh I know yeah. yeah that would be a nice one to do because I found that me uh connecting or getting to know the moon a little bit mm. better but not only the moon but the seasons mm. as well okay. so that where you find yourself in the seasons where you are with your it's all that cyclical wisdom as well mm. it's it's good that's a whole good stuff yeah and you know all that all that is as well is living in the now yes Same. queen yeah. <laughs> so what book yeah. what book are we i think that was you margaret was it yeah i'm not sure it fits in now with um this particular episode podcast. oh this one yeah we'll we'll do this one um oh, I thought you were, we'll do the two do Maud as well because you love her you're very passionate about her I'm sure she had menopause too yes so yeah because we we choose a, we choose a book that we are reading um so this is a book about Maud gone that I loved and gave to Brenda and now she's gave back to me and uh, the fascination of what's difficult hmm, maybe it is a life of Maud gone so um I'm not sure if anyone knows who Maud gone is people might know her as uh she was uh William Butler Yeats's muse mm. but uh she was actually British and uh she was from a really well mm. yes yeah, but she's known as like the Irish Joan of Arc. And she was from a really, really, really wealthy family. And her dad was widowed and he was a like sergeant in the British Army. Anyway, long story short, she came to Ireland and seen a lot of injust and she decided to uh, sort it all out. She was also um, heavily involved in the occult. That you said, yeah, yeah, which is kind of like witchcraft, mm. and uh, she would have had sexual relations with WB8 in the realm, so not in the real world, mm. because she didn't want to uh, cut off his um intuitive, creative side yes. by being <laughs> with him. So there you go. Uh, and she had, she also suffered some um abuse from her allegedly in the book second husband, who was a captain. A hero yeah. John McBride but certainly he um him abused her and her daughter and he she was then after doing so much good for Ireland was extradited from Ireland because dare she say anything about a man yeah um yeah but that's she had man. a child with anyway with, yeah. I don't want to be controversial no 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 with yeah. John McBride and uh yeah random stuff random stuff i need to read that book worth reading and, and she not- literally sold like her last um emerald um to feed the dying wow. for women of ireland and uh she once stopped uh there was a the queen was coming no offense just i'm not been i'm just saying the facts okay yeah, the queen yeah. was coming to ireland and she decided um that this was maybe not the best scenario so she encouraged all of loads of uh women in dublin to make food and cake and they went to saint anne's park and everyone came for the cake and the food oh, instead of the queen and she set up that's brilliant jesus christ she set up uh i'm only remembering this because i just got read it the uh national school's lunch Oh, so wow. she was the woman who set up that thing. national schools in Ireland. Wow. All children got fed. Do you know what age she was when she died? Or I can't remember now. But the age has never come to Ireland. Oh, oh, hold on now. We're oh, going into oh. a podcast there. <laughs> Eva, this is all I know at the end. Even as she aged, Yeats returned to Maud again and again in his magical poems. 
Oh, so they were riding in the realm. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to do you want to briefly do your other one there as well? Riding in the realm. Yeah, and um, they've took a lot of drugs. I think. Um, our hormones, our health, how to understand your hormones and transform your life. This is a book by Dr. Suzanne Eshk Belk. Um, and it's a really really good book. Like joint pain, weight gain, migraines, acne, sleepless nights, loss of libido. All of these and much more can be caused by hormonal imbalances. Right. And our health is impacted by our hormones all the way through our lives. All about the hormones. All about the hormones. Okay. But we shouldn't blame our hormones. No. No, because they're part of us, and we need to embrace. Now I'm just thinking about is. how mod gone road bareback horses oh, trade oh my god and had anyway last period let's round this up ladies uh thanks again everyone for listening and um, if you like share and subscribe <laughs> this took a turn uh, and uh please let everybody know if they're not easily offended uh, to come and listen as well and um, head over to our Patreon too if you want to help yeah. support us send in any questions you might have to our email we're going to put the resources and all that kind of thing as well there. until next time thanks a million bye